Good morning. We're continuing Chayyadim Klal Samatess, and we're talking about the lachas of Kavod of Tamish Chachamim. I just want to touch on the one last point. Uh, there is a Gemara that says when a person hears the Bizoyin of Tamachachim, if he's present in a place where people are are in some way being mavasa Tamachachim, he has a chiv to make a mechua, make a protest and uh, respond that that's inappropriate to do, you shouldn't be saying that, it's not right to be about the he has a chiv of mecho. Um and the more says that a person who's mevazat ha-mechochem uh, is put into cherim, and a person who's present at the place of a bizarre metamachochem and is not mecha is also uh, deserving of being put in cherim. So whether we actually put people in cherim nowadays or not, or if the cherim is automatic, but that's a discussion, I mean, that's not our point, but you see that there's a very significant concept of making a mechor when the uh, the reputation and the and the covet of a tamachachim is being impugned in some way. So I just want to clarify this uh, this concept, uh, two, two, a few points. Uh, the, the, what, the, the, the concept of mechor as opposed to a teichachim we find there's two two concepts in halacha. There's one concept called rebuke or reproof. I see somebody somebody doing something wrong. I have a mitzvah to uh, to talk to him and try and convince him to do the right thing. But this is not that din. This is a separate din called mechua, which means even if I do not feel I'm going to be effective and uh, going to stop the person from doing this, either, either whether in this specific instance or in general, I might. Shut him down now, but I know that a few minutes later he's going to go somewhere else and start talking again. So I have not been, I have not done effective teichocha. I have not really corrected him. There's no correction in taking place. But besides the concept of correction, there's a concept of a protest, which means even though it will not be effective, it's incumbent upon me to protest and say that what you're doing is wrong. Uh, so the Ben Yarnab in Shari Tshuva and the Chavos Chaim quotes this. In his in the um, explains that there are two reasons why you do that. One is that um, that you you have a chiv to stand up for the cover of the tamachachem. That's a mitzvah covered. If somebody that you care about was being insulted, whether you're going to be effective or not, you would not take it sitting down. You say you're, t- you're talking about my, my parents. Um, excuse me, why are you saying about my mo- that about my mother? She's a wonderful person, etc., etc., etc. I wouldn't say, well, you know, it's not going to be effective. Anyway, I'm, I'm going to keep quiet. So obviously the, the concept of COVID, which I feel towards these individuals, means that the, the natural reaction would be that I would want to pr- pr- protest to protect their COVID. So then now that comes a Kiev. If you don't do that, there's an element of Bizoyan. You're lacking, in, you're not caring about their COVID by responding. Uh, the second reason he says because if you're quiet, you're quiet. Your act of being quiet could be construed that you agree. You agree to what is being said. So, uh, the person sitting by by uh, by a, a suda shall shut us, and somebody's talking something negative, right? If you do not respond, you know you walk away. Uh, later on, somebody, you you don't, you don't walk away in protest. But you just you know sort of like move away to avoid the conflict. Uh, somebody might say, you know, well, he didn't respond. Apparently he agrees. So especially if the individual that we're, that we're, we're talking about is a person of stature, 
uh, if you don't respond, that might be indicative of the fact that you're agreeable to what is being said. So in order not to to be have a situation where it's, but your silence is construed as agreement, you have to achieve uh, to uh, to re, to respond and to say that I disagree with what's what's happening over here. Um, so that is the Aikaikach Chazal understood the significance of the covenant of Tamar uh, that that I would have uh, such a here to uh, respond, even though I know it's not going to be effective because of this this point of of the key of covenant of the Tamar And again, the more mentions that it's a person who doesn't who's who, who's Tamar uh, It's a terrible thing to do. The, the last, I guess, the last point of the Rebbe when he talks about the idea of talking about the Chachamim, he says the derech of the Chachamim, the people who appreciate wisdom and, and etc., they talk positive. They don't talk negative. They always talk positive and try to say nice, notice positive things. And the derech of the people which are Rishoyim is that they talk negatively, etc. This, this whole idea of talking negative about people in general. Obviously, not much more about Timon Chachamim is rooted in a negativity in general of not seeing the the significance of this world, the significance of mitzvah and mitzvahs and the Bershams, Hanhaga, the beauty of the Bria, the, the mildness of people and their their potential and the abilities that they have. So it's much more appropriate to be a person who speaks positively about people in general. So with this, we've completed the halachas of uh, of covered for Tamachachim, the class Amates. So you might have noticed that the the Chayotim at this point in time it starts over again Hilchas Shabbos uh, with Simon Aleph, but it, we're going to actually hold off on that for a little bit because we, when we started learning the Halachas, we skipped the Halachas of the Isra of saying the Rikidusha, the presence of uh, uh, uncovered parts of the body, and uh, in, in in the presence of unclean situations, the Lachas of Soya and Yervo, which goes back to earlier Kalim here in the in the Kayadam. So I'd like to go back, if not to get, get cover all of the points over there, or at least some of the basic points, so we can have a complete uh, first section of the Kayadam. And then with that, Hashem, we will then move on to Hilchah Shabbos. So we're looking forward to studying Hilchah Shabbos. And I think the target that, that we've chosen for that will be um, the su- the Sunday of, of Gimel Kislev, which uh, is approximately about f- three and a half weeks from uh, today. So the three, I think it's three weeks from this coming Sunday, will be the target date. We'll, we'll be able to start at the Shabbos, if I recall correctly. I will be, let, give you a clear br- br- brief on that. Uh, coming and if people are, who are listening to Shur, I'm, I'm going to ask you, encourage you to see if you can recruit people to join us for the Shabbos. I think it's a um, it would be a nice thing if we can expand the 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 listeners to the Shur. Uh, so whoever you can pass it on to would be appreciated very much. Thank you very much, and have a good day.